Good evening and welcome to the service tonight. And uh, I'm thankful for the Wednesday night uh, Bible study. We can gather around God's Word and just have a break in the midst of the week and just look to the Lord and thank Him for His blessings, bring petitions to the Lord from our church family. And we're just thankful for God's goodness. I hope that you had a good holiday season, a good Christmas, a New Year's, and now here we are in 2021. And just uh, excited about what God has done, is doing, and is going to do in this coming year. And so uh, thankful for you, thankful for each one uh, of our church family, our school family, our missionaries, uh, serving the Lord around the world and how exciting it is. And uh, just uh, before we uh, have prayer tonight, I want to mention a few uh, prayer requests. I want you to pray for Charlie Knox's family. Charlie passed away uh, this afternoon, and so we're thankful for Charlie, his life, his service to our country, his service to our Lord. And I don't know if I've ever met anybody any, that had a greater light, any greater light than Charlie Knox for the Lord Jesus Christ. He loved the Lord. He showed that. He was faithful to church. And I know that he's going to be missed tremendously by Lois and her family, his family, and uh, of course the church family here. And so be praying for Lois. Thankful that Charlie's in heaven. He's celebrating with Jesus. And I'm just so thankful for heaven and thankful for that eternal home and thankful for the Holy Spirit who gives us strength um, until we get home. And so we pray for the Holy Spirit's comfort in Lois's life and uh, her family. Again, thankful for her and you pray for her. And uh, as we get uh, news of the arrangements for memorial service, we'll certainly let you know. We want to be a blessing to Lois and her family during these days. And then I want you to continue to pray for Phil Nieder's family. You know, Phil's dad went home to be with the Lord and had the funeral service yesterday. You can watch that on Phil Nieder's Facebook. Um, they, they have a re replay of it on there. And just uh, thankful for Phil, his family, his mom, Lisa, and just uh, quite a legacy of, of believers in that home. And 27 grandchildren. And it's just an amazing thing. And so we're certainly going to miss Phil Sr. Uh, was a deacon in the Houghton Lake Baptist Church where I pastored <coughs> before I came here uh, to be the pastor here. And just a delight, delight to serve the Lord with and just faithful uh, throughout the years. He actually was born in Grayling, Michigan, where Phil pastors now. And uh, they were going to the church there. So he was born and, uh, uh, and lived his life. Just a faithful, godly Christian man. Loved the Lord, loved his family, loved the church. Always seemed to put the church first in his life and taught his children his, and his grandchildren uh, to be faithful to the local church. So we'll miss him, but you pray for his family if you would, that God will just bless them and help them during these days of difficulty. And then uh, pray for Dottie, Dave and Dottie Graves at this time. And also pray for Gil Sanchez. Uh, this is Elise uh, uh, Crampton's uh, dad. 
and pray for him. Uh, Gil, he is, uh, has the coronavirus and he had to go to the hospital this evening. And so pray for them, that, uh, pray for him as he's treated there at the hospital, that they be, he'll be able to get home, get some treatment, and get home and uh, make a recovery uh, from the coronavirus. And so just pray for Gil Sanchez, if you would, as we go to prayer. Others of our church family that are just, uh, you know, these, these days are difficult days. You come, out, you come off of the holiday, and uh, you, in many cases you get to see family, you get to enjoy family. I enjoyed going to see my wife's family in, in uh, Seattle, and a great blessing to see them. But it's just, it's a new year. It's time to get uh, back focused on living for God, living for Jesus, and and just doing what He's called us all to do. And He's blessed all of us so much. And I'm just so thankful, again, for my family, uh, the, my wife's family. I'm thankful for this church family and all the families that make up the Mountain Avenue Baptist Church and all the families that make up Calvary Christian School. And again, all of our missionary families. It's quite an extended family here that God has put together. And so we look to Him and let's go to Him at this time in a word of prayer. Then we'll have our Bible study for tonight. Let's pray. Father, thank You now for Your blessings to us. Thank You, God, that we can join together via the Internet this evening. And Lord, I pray that You'll bless all of our congregation, uh, bless this community, our country, during these difficult days. We pray, God, and we look to You. We thank You, Lord, that You are in control. And we trust you, we look to you now, and we just pray for wisdom as we live our daily lives and help us to have wisdom as we seek to comfort Lois and her dear family. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for Charlie again. I pray you'll just uh, bless his family. He's going to be missed. And uh, just a tremendous light, a tremendous love for his wife, his family, for this church, and for just people. And so, God, bring comfort and help now. We thank you for the, the sure hope we have of salvation, but we do pray for the, the help and the, of the sweet Holy Spirit on his dear, with his dear family. Again, we pray for Phil Nieder, pray for his mother, Lisa, and pray for comfort for them as uh, uh, Phil Sr. has gone home to be with the Lord. Thank you for, uh, again, a man of great faith and example, and to just bless him, be with Dave and Dottie Graves, Lord, as they battle, and Lord, help them to feel better, help them to uh, regain strength as they deal with the coronavirus, and we thank you for them. And again, I pray for Gil Sanchez. I pray for, that uh, you would work in Gil's life, help him, Lord, uh, give them wisdom as they, as they treat him there at the hospital, and be with Elise and the family at this time. Lord, we love you. We look to you. We ask you to bless now our time in the Word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, I'm thankful for the Bible. I'm thankful for each day is a new day. I'm thankful for each week is a new week. And each month is a new month. But here we are at the beginning of a new year, 2021. And I hope as you reflect back uh, on your on the past year of 2020, I know there were many different things with the pandemic and all of the challenges that we faced here at the church and that you faced at home, that as we look forward, that we can kind of just 
focus again as we move forward on trusting God, living for God, living in the Word of God, and finding our hope, finding our security, finding our help in the Lord, and to make sure that we have the joy that God wants us to have. He wants us to have joy. He doesn't want just to, us just to have life. He wants us to have the abundant life. And that abundant life is found in living for Him and looking to Him. And as we think about moving forward in the new year, I'm going to talk to you tonight about uh, being backslidden or the backslider. Um, the, the word backslider has a very negative ring to it. Um, we don't like to think about the word ba- being a backslider, being backslidden, um, because it has such a negative connotation. But the truth is we're all susceptible, susceptible to being backslidden. Pastors backslide, staff people backslide, teachers backslide, backslide children, uh, teenagers backslide. It's something that uh, all followers of Jesus Christ could face and have faced. If you haven't been backslidden before, you will at some time. And so as I think about moving forward, I want to make sure as we examine our hearts and our lives that we're not backslidden. Um, I want to uh, look into God's Word And I want all of us to be open to what God has and to the Word of God and to how it can touch our hearts and touch our lives. And so tonight, in the comfort of your home, I want you to be transparent with the Lord. I want you to be open to what God has for you. Let God speak to your heart. Let God uh, help you as you seek to move forward. Now, it's important that we realize that a backslider is one who has lost fellowship with God. It's not one that has lost his salvation. So we can backslide. Uh, You know, you may lose your joy, but you don't lose the Spirit of God. We lose our joy when we're backslidden. We don't have the joy of the Lord. But when we backslide, we don't lose the Spirit of God. We're sealed by the Spirit of God until the day of redemption. So it's important to know and understand, being backslidden doesn't mean that you're not saved. Uh, When King David sinned uh, against God, he came to himself and he prayed, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Psalm 51 in verse 12. You understand? He didn't pray and ask uh, God to restore his salvation, but his joy. And so it's important as we consider this truth or this, this topic of being backslidden, it doesn't mean that we lose our salvation. It just means we lose that relationship, that fellowship with God at times when we get away from him. The prodigal son, uh, even though he left home, even though he left and spent his inheritance. And he was always his father's son. He never, never lost that relationship. He was just living and sowing his wild oats. And of course he came home after he ran out of money and after all the, the attractions of the world 
showed their true colors, he came home and back to his, to his father, and his father forgave him and opened his arms to him. And so we're not talking about losing your salvation. We're talking about losing the joy of the Lord or the relationship that we can have. And I, as your pastor, I want you to have the joy of the Lord. I want you to be walking with Him. I want you to be in fellowship with God and looking to Him. And so I want you to see some things tonight. First of all, I want you to recognize the signs of backsliding. Uh, recognize or recognizing the signs of, of backsliding. Dr. H. A. Ironside said this, If you were clo- ever closer to the Lord than you are right now, then you're backslidden. Did you get that? If you were closer to the Lord at any time than you are right now, then you're backslidden. So you want to walk close to God. Again, we've come through the holidays. We've been around a lot of different people. We've kind of been out of our normal schedules. Traveling, I was traveling. I had two different things. And so we want to be focused on the Lord Jesus Christ. When we think about being backslidden, when we think about uh, losing that joy, I want you to notice that in in Revelation chapter 2, in verse 4, the Bible says this, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. The church at Ephesus was a great church. They were busy. They were serving God. They were doing the right things. But they weren't focused upon the Lord. They weren't focused upon Jesus Christ. We must stay focused upon the Lord. We must seek to follow Him. We must seek to say, you know, what what would Jesus do? How would Jesus behave? Uh, We don't want to get so focused on worldly pleasures that we, we lose the worship of the Lord. Jesus needs to be most important to us. And so we need to look to Him. The Bible will get dull. Prayer will become uh, commonplace. Church attendance uh, just doesn't have the pull anymore when we're not focused upon the Lord. Signs of backsliding. I mean, we have been out of church now for some time. And we're, we're going to, by God's grace, during 2021, we're going to get back to attending church and being in that schedule. And we want to make sure that, we, that we're ready for that, that we're ready uh, to get back in, in serving the Lord and attending His house and being in His house. There's something about being in God's house. That makes a difference. It's God's plan. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, in verses 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. It's, so, it's much easier today, I believe, though it's always been difficult. You can conform to the world because you're seeing it. 
You're seeing it on the iPhone. You're seeing it on the iPad. You're seeing things on the computer. It's all around us. But the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. And so we don't, we don't want to get our eyes off of Jesus. You know, you can go into a restaurant that's dark, but after a while your eyes adjust to it and it's not dark anymore. And if we're not careful, you get around the world, it seems dark. But after you're in the world for a while, it just doesn't seem that bad. It doesn't seem that dark. And so the closer to sin we get, uh, the less sometimes we see wrong with it. And so be careful. The loss of conviction of sin is a sign of being backslidden, lazy in service. Just being, listen, we don't want to get lazy. Um, one, uh, one tombstone uh, said this uh, in an old graveyard, Here rest John Brown. That is all he ever did. You get that? Here rest John Brown. That is all he ever did. How about this one? Here lies a man who did no good, had many chances, but never he would. Where he's gone and how he fares, nobody knows and nobody cares. And so we want to stay busy. We want to be busy serving God. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse number 10. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do with all thy might. All thy might. Uh, so we're to, we're to serve. We're to work. We're to, to gain knowledge, wisdom, wherever we go. And so we don't want to get lazy in service. God has a plan. And so we want to make sure that we don't get too lazy in our Bible reading, our prayer time. And things that we, again, we get inspired when we come to church. We get inspired when, we, when we're uh, around other Christians. The Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron. And so, uh, be careful of that. Let's not get lazy in service. Then, putting, putting the pressure from people ahead of God's Word. Where people's Word becomes more important than God's Word. What people say. No, what we follow the Bible. We follow the word of God. Uh, whether therefore we eat or drink or whatsoever we do, do all to the glory of God. We follow him. And then we think about our testimony. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 16. You know, the Bible says, Let your light sh so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You see, you have a testimony I was listening to the funeral uh, this afternoon, or just really before I came to the service here tonight, of, of Phil's dad. Phil did a wonderful job preaching his dad's funeral. Um, his, his, him and his four brothers and brother-in-law, they sang a song. Um, the grandchildren, 27 grandchildren, they came down and pushed the casket down the aisle and... and uh, you could see many of them. And just, uh, I mean, it was moving. 
in Daniel, one of the boys talked about getting up and seeing his dad reading his Bible and, and just looking to God. Listen, uh, Phil Sr. had a light. I think of Charlie. Charlie's light was, was shining. And so let your light so shine before men. I, I'm humbled. I'm thankful, but I'm humbled to be around some wonderful Christian people. I'm a pastor. In uh, 2021, I'll celebrate 40 years. I started in 1981. But I'm so blessed to have been around some of the greatest Christians. Gene Hawk just passed, uh, popped into my mind, just his love for the Bible. Read the Bible through four times a year for many years. I mean, there's people, Don Kramer, I could go on and on, people that have been in this church that have served God faithfully, that are not now home with the Lord. And uh, I'm so thankful. So what, their light's out, so we gotta, we got to shine bright. We've got to let the light shine. We, uh, listen, uh, uh, Woody, when I think about Woody uh, and, and Jennifer McCormick, Woody, just friendly. Charlie, friendly. Those men have graduated. They're in heaven. Who's going to be friendly in the church as we get back into church? By the way, you can have be uh, friendly from the coronavirus. You can say hi. You can still meet, have eye contact even though we don't shake hands. I'm talking about friendly people. I'm talking about people letting their light shine. And we're to let our light shine. You have your testimony. Keep it bright. Keep it shining. Keep your relationship with Jesus Christ strong. By God's grace. Oh, let me tell you. We need, to, we need to recognize the, the, the difficulties that we face and recognize the problems of backsliding, the signs, and then insight into the causes of backsliding. Why do we backslide? You see, when we think about sin and the life of the believer, there's two categories. You have sins of omission and you have sins of commission or commission. And so, as we think about the sins of omission and the sins of commission, one leads to the other. One sin leads to the other sin. Uh, when we think of sin, we usually think about sins we can commit. But really, the thing that leads us to the sins that we commit is the sin of omissions, the things that we omit from our lives the things that we get too busy to do. Um, when, we think about, when we think about sin of omission, we think about lack of faithfulness, you know, a lack of Bible reading, lack of prayer, lack of giving, lack of serving. Now listen, as we launch into the new year, there's, there's a lot of ways we've been idle. In a lot of ways, we haven't been serving like we once did. We haven't had Sunday school classes. We haven't had a nursery. Um, we haven't had master's clubs. We haven't really had junior church, one junior church. And so we don't want to omit things. We want to get back into things when we have opportunity. 
Um, because if you omit things, then you might commit, commit things that you would not normally do. Um, when we think about prayer, Dr. Leonard, Leonard Ravenhill said this, If we are not praying, then we're just playing. You get that? That's pretty convicting. If we're not praying, we're just playing. You see, this work here is the work of God. It's not my work. It's not your work. It's God's work. So when we pray, we ask God to bless His work. He's the only one that can do the work. He's the only one that can penetrate. I, I love to talk about uh, the, the boys and girls and the young people getting taught the Bible every day. But it's the power of God, the power of the Spirit of God, touching the hearts of the children, the young people, the teachers who teach the Word of God, the teachers who teach children's church here, the teachers who, uh, the children that come. And so we must pray. We must be a people of prayer, uh, of prayer. Have you been praying like you once did? Are you praying to God? Are you seeking uh, the power of God? Listen, we need to make sure. We talk a lot about it, about all the people moving in. I drove down to the pharmacy tonight and drove back and seen all those new houses going in. But we have to pray for the power of God. Just because they move here doesn't mean, and they, maybe they come here. It's the power of God that will change them. It's the power of God that will save them. And so we look to Him. We need to pray. We need, we need prayer partners who will put a premium on praying, keeping the fiery darts of the devil and supplicating uh, together and looking up to God, and looking to Him for His blessings. Oh my, how exciting it is to serve Him, but we've got to look to Him. And so, if we omit these things, it can lead to committing or committing these sins. Evil thinking, Philippians 4.8. The Bible says, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure. You see, God wants us to think about honest things, pure things, uh, uh, just things. And so we must focus and think. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so we're to think about good things. We're to build, by God's grace, a hedge around our hearts and the hearts of the people that we lead. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Virtuous things, righteous things. All of these things can lead to, 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 this, to some sins of commission. Worldly attitude. Having a worldly attitude about things. Having a worldly uh, viewpoint of the world. What's right? What's wrong? Desiring things, coveting things of the world. Coveting things and, and, uh, and coveting what thy neighbor has or coveting what this person has. Again, Romans chapter 12, verses 1. Let's look at verse 2. 
Romans chapter 12, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Renewing the mind. We don't want to have a worldly attitude. And then we think about bitterness. Bitterness. I'm telling you, unthankfulness and bitterness is one of the greatest enemies because that will steal the joy of the believer. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 32. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Listen, if you want to have the joy of the Lord as a follower of Jesus Christ, as one who's going to interact with a lot of people and go to church and, and, and have a big family, you're going to have to learn to be kind and tender-hearted, and you're going to have to learn to forgive. Forgive, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. There's nothing but misery in the heart that's filled with grudges and an unforgiving spirit. It just brings misery. The victim's mentality only has one victim. For the person that you're bitter toward, they don't even think about it. The poison's eating the person who can't forgive them. The person that they can't forgive, they've forgotten all about it and they're just living their lives. Don't let it happen to you, Christian. And you could, Well, how do you do it, Pastor? You do it by the grace of God. You do it in the power of God. You seek God. Forgive. Forgive others. Be a forgiving person. And then Mark chapter 12 and verse 31. Again, the Bible says in the second is like, namely this, what are the two greatest commandments? That thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love thy neighbor. Do good to the neighbor. Make sure that the neighbor is happy. Make sure the neighbor has their needs met. Make sure your brother or your sister, your husband or your wife, your father or your mother, that friend. The Bible says... Uh, he that hath friends is, must show himself friendly. There's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And so we cannot be self-centered. And then we have to be careful about gossip. Gossip. The Bible says, let all evil speaking be put away from you. you know, be, be, be put away. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, just as you... Put a little leaven in the bread, it ruins the whole bread, all of it. Put a little ink into a, a, a bottle of clear water, it, 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 it messes the whole, the, the whole uh, glass up. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. A little drop of talking and gossiping, it just floods everything. It destroys families. It destroys friendships. Don't gossip. Go to the Lord with it. 
And if you can't go to the person with it, the first thing is go to the person with it. Go to the Lord with it. Don't gossip. Don't hurt people. Because it, it'll, it, it, it has a dreaded effect upon people. And then we think about, after all these things happen, you see, you're not praying. You're not reading your Bible. You're not serving God. Like, listen, joy comes from serving God. You learn more when you serve. And, and so you become distant from God. And then something happens. Someone passes away. Someone gets sick. And now your faith, your faith is floundering. You see, without faith, it's impossible to please God. We have to believe Him. We have to believe Him. God's in control. God will work it out. We don't always understand everything that happens, but we understand that heaven's real. God is real. The Spirit of God brings comfort, and we can look to Him. And so we're on the winning team. We may have some setbacks, but we're on the winning team. And so what do we do? Well, let me give you some instructions here as we think about backsliding. When you sin, confess your sin. See, that's a difficult. I have sinned, God. I am wrong. If we confess our sins, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, and verse 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh man, how good it is to get a, to get a good shower, to be cleansed, to be cleaned up. How wonderful it is after working, after being out in the world and doing your job and you come home and you're at the house and you take a nice shower. You've got to do the same thing with sin. You've got to confess it. Because He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when you're backslidden and you sin, confess it. Forsake it. Turn from it. The Bible says in, in Proverbs 28, 13, He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. Shall not prosper. But whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall find mercy or shall have mercy. So we're thankful. Confess your sin and then forsake your sin. It's important. The Bible, we think about the country. We think about California. We want revival in California. We want revival in this country. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, in four, verse 14. The Bible says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. When we're backslidden, we just need to humble ourselves and pray, Lord, and I just haven't been doing right here. I'm not the same here. I'm falling behind here. Confess it. Humble. It takes humility. I'm not forgiving enough for that person. I'm holding a grudge against that person. God, I'm jealous of that person. I'm envying that person. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, 
seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways. Listen, our country is faced with a lot of wickedness, but revival starts with us. We have to turn away from the wickedness. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. Oh, we want our, we want our, our, our country to be healed. We, want their not, we don't want there to be so much division in this country and so many problems. It starts in our hearts. We've got to make things right. We've got to be right with God. We've got to look to Him. You see, when you find yourself backslidden and off, off the path that God has given to you, the Bible says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Sometimes we get off the path. Sometimes we lose that light because we're not reading the Bible. We're not praying. We don't, we're not tuning into the services. Or we're, not, we're, not have, we're not having church, but we're not even tuning in on the Internet. And so you lose your way. May God help us. May we heed the call of Hosea, chapter 6 and verse 1. Come and let us return unto the Lord. Let's look to Him. Let's follow Him. Let's come back to Him. If you're backslidden, confess it. If you're backslidden, get back to doing what's right. Forsake the sin of omission, things you're not doing. Praying, reading your Bible, being a witness. I know it's harder to witness today. People are not as receptive, but that doesn't mean we can't be a light. Let's throw a gospel track and a bill you're paying. Let's be thinking about how to get the gospel to people by God's grace. You see, one day we're going to enter into his presence. We want to be found faithful. We want to be found faithful. I'll recognize the signs. We've, we've looked at some insight into the causes. Those sins of omission begin to cause the sin of, 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 co, of commission, what we commit. And so by the grace of God, let's confess our sin, let's forsake it, and let's just get ready. Let's get back focused on Jesus. You see, we've got to follow Jesus. I want people to follow. I want to move forward. Raising of our family, I wanted to, want my children to follow. But I had to be moving forward on that straight path. Dad, you've got to lead your family. Single parent mom, you've got to lead your family. That's where we're at. We've got to lead our families. We've got to walk by faith, not by sight. God has a great plan for you in 2021. Yeah, there may be trials, but all, God will work it out for good. All things work together for good. For those that love God, those that are called according to His purpose, 
Oh, look to Him today, believer. We're starting out on a brand new year. And uh, just look to the Lord. Be in the Word of God. Be praying. Be a witness. And let your light shine for Jesus Christ. Serve others. Help others. Encourage others. Our missionaries, the ministries that we have here, the people that we've mentioned tonight that need just a, a kind word, a card, maybe a text. Let's focus. God has great plans for you. Thank you for your commitment to the Lord. If you need to recommit, let's do it. Let's move forward with the power of God in 2021. God bless you. Thank you for joining. Thank you for your faithfulness in giving and tithing. You've, we've been blessed so much. We're thankful for the, the monies that have come in for our event center uh, and lunchroom that we're putting together, the modular. The sidewalks are in. The, um, the foundation is laid. It's on there starting tomorrow on the inside, remodeling the inside. And just moving forward, it's going to be a great place for God's people to fellowship and the, the boys and girls in the school, the young people to be able to eat and just fell and have a canteen in there, store things. Great place for our athletic department to kind of make a headquarters. A lot of good things. And thank you for your faithfulness and praying for that project and giving. God has great, great things in store. Let's look to Him. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love for us. Guide and bless us now. Use us. Thank you for each one that's tuned in. I pray if there's one that knows not Christ as Savior, they would open their heart to Jesus. And God, help all of us to be a witness for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whom we found salvation. Oh God, touch hearts and lives now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great evening. God bless you. And thanks again.